0: This is Wrestling Informant Radio, wrestlinginformant.com. How's it going everybody? Gary and Chris back with you for another show. It is Wednesday, October the 22nd, 2014. Hope you guys have had a great week. And Chris, we're on the road to Hell in a Cell. How you doing, pal?
1: Yes, we are, man. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. It's been a good uh, good week here at the uh, Wrestling Informant headquarters and uh you know we're we're uh, ready for this uh, overly exciting uh, pay per view put on by uh, the WWE. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe there's a little bit of sarcasm there. I, I noticed the pause in your voice. You're like, wait a minute, is little he serious? Bit. Yeah, a little, little bit. He can't be serious. He cannot possibly be serious.
1: Well, considering what I consider what I saw in RAW, I'm like, ugh.
0: Right. Well, before we before we get dive in too deep, we have a very special announcement for you guys. This is normally the part where we plug the membership to our website, but, uh, for you, the podcast listeners, we have a special, you know, Chris and I have been watching the statistics and been watching the audience grow. And we want to thank you so very much for your support of our, our free podcast every week. So we like to continue with the theme of free. And right now, if you go to wrestlinginformant.com slash membership Put in the code in the coupon button. Put in the code free month, all one word, free month. We are going to give you a free month to access our website. Now, how exciting
1: is that, Chris? That is very exciting because for the members, there's all kinds of goodies. Well, for the members, you just did an hour, uh, another hour. I, that's back to back, one hour shows by myself.
0: Yes, talking about uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor and NXT and all kinds of stuff. Yep, the the indie focus. It's not just WWE, folks. I know on the free oh. show here, we tend to do a lot a lot of WWE. We skew that way because that's, quite frankly, what our audience listens to. It's what they demand, and that's what we give you. However, uh, you know, for the members, we go a little more in-depth, and uh, Chris has been doing some—he's been hitting it out of the park with these uh, shows covering the uh, other uh, various uh, companies that are
1: out there. I like it, Chris. Thank you, and I, I enjoy doing it because I am definitely— for people that aren't members i'm all about supporting the indies supporting independent wrestling and for the members i provide that deep dive that you may not get if you if you just don't watch it or you're not exposed to it in any way i i help out in that capacity
0: right i mean you you follow that a- areas a little bit closer than i do because i kind of follow the other stuff the wwe's uh-huh. and all that stuff so every time i listen to your show i learn something new and i like that And what are, what, what uh, people should understand when they're taking advantage of this free month that we're going to offer, um, is that, you know, not only do you get, I mean, you're, you're going to get a couple of extra shows a week. So we do this one every Wednesday, you know, normally on Tuesday, I'm doing my raw review, talking about the various angles and stuff like that, and kind of giving my in-depth kind of, uh, you know, thoughts on the show. And then, you know, Fridays, Chris has got the you know, his show we just talked about where usually it's, it's anywhere from, uh, 30 to 40 minutes. And then in the last couple of weeks have been close to an hour, if not more. Yep. Um, and then there's some other shows sprinkled in there, but usually we try to do a couple times a week, just a couple of extra shows. And not only that, you also get, uh, with the membership, you get access to our extensive shoot interview archive, where, you know, in the last seven years, we've interviewed, uh, several people, a lot, you know, we had an other, we had an older radio show called the shoot. And on that show, we interviewed a bunch of people. We put those all in the archives just for members and you can access, you know, just all kinds of interviews, former writers, uh, that have been on the show, Alex Greenfield, Andrew Goldstein, uh, you know, various, uh, wrestlers, um, you know, Bob Holly comes to mind, Ken Shamrock, Buff Bagwell, John Heidenreich, Road Warrior Animal, Bobby Lashley, just a ton, a ton, a ton of people, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund talking about the road to WrestleMania 25 from March of 2009. I got Mean Gene reminiscing about some of his favorite WrestleMania moments, uh, just all kinds of great stuff to find in those old archives. And then I mentioned the show, the shoot. We are, we are slowly adding in uh, the archives for those as well. Episode one is up. We're going to be uh, really starting to uh, bring in, you know, the rest of the episodes soon, uh, 2007, which was a very crazy time in WWE with the Chris Benoit, you know, murder, murder, suicide, uh, yep. a lot of things going on in 2007. So that's kind of where the show starts. And, you know, we kind of march it through 2007 to 2010. The show took a break. It came back in 2013. Um and we wrapped up that show earlier this year. So we're gonna slowly be adding in all that stuff to the archive as well. We're gonna be taking out all the commercials, making it just the meat and potatoes of the package. So to wrap it all up in a bow for you, we're gonna give you a free month. You gotta to go to wrestlinginformant.com slash membership. You would sign up as if you were gonna pay uh, because what happens is There is an auto renew, and and I'm not just gonna try to hide it. Like, oh yeah, you sign up and you put in your stuff, and we just we cancel you after a month. Like, I'm not trying to hide anything. Flat out, you go in, you sign up as if you were gonna be a real member. You know, you put in your PayPal and you put in the coupon code, so it's gonna charge you zero dollar and zero cents for the first month. So it's not gonna charge you anything. Actually, it's it really is free. And then the next month, unless you cancel you'll be billed 2.99. So this is the other part, Chris. So we talked about how this price is going to go up soon. Yeah, for everyone else. So if you get in now, you get locked in at 2.99 forever. As long as you stay an active member, your price will never go up. We will never raise the cost on you as long as you're an active member. So what you're doing here is by putting in this free month, you get a free month right out of the gate. Then after that month is up, unless you cancel, you'll be charged $2.99 thereon every month and, uh, it's the best value folks. If you like what we do here, if you want to support us, you want to help keep the website going and keep it alive, man, we're ad free. That stuff ain't cheap. I got to be perfectly bluntly and honest with you, but we're doing it because we always felt there's a problem with these other websites, not only just the BS and rumors they post, but also the fact that they're all loaded with ads. Every other website you go on is loaded with ads. So we're trying to be different. We're trying to offer an ad free website but in that, you know, it's, it's never free. I mean, we have day jobs. We make good, you know, pretty good money, but you know, we're doing this to give the wrestling fans a place to come without all the ads. So, you know, if you, if you, if you like what we do here and you want to support us, just a small, you know, a very small, uh, you know, support here, you know, we're talking about three bucks a month. A lot of the other guys, they're going to charge you upwards of $10 a month so you can listen to them talk on the telephone. You ever listen to this podcast, Chris, where they're talking on there and you hear the phone buttons mashing? Yo, you know, just yeah, like crazy.
1: Yeah. Yep, it's like they're hitting. And then you hear
0: them it talking it's like beep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say this on our membership page. We don't give that to you. I'm just, I'm just, no. gonna, I'm just trying to be bluntly honest. We do not give that to you. It's not like some of these uh, websites, like a blog, talk radio, these guys that pretend to podcast. That's not real podcasting. Okay what you're hearing right now, people that have invested real money into a website and real equipment to give you the best sounding podcast. So, uh, all that out of the way, this is a longer plug. I understand. And you can just skip through it if you don't want to hear it, but, uh, it, but this is big. This is a free month, a free month of wrestling Go to WrestlingInformer.com slash membership. Type in the code free month and you're locked in. Boom, we're done. Let's move on. Okay, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no more. I will not plug uh, for the rest of the rest of the show. I promise. Okay, maybe I'll sneak one in at the end. Uh, yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk about. The, uh, let's just lead off with Raw, man. Um, yeah. This uh, this new development on the uh, Hell in the Cell front. Now we're going to give our predictions in the show. We'll we'll make sure we add that in, but. Um, we just found out this week on raw that now uh, Randy Orton and John Cena is now going to be the winner is going to get a number one contendership of the title. Now I've got a few problems with this, Chris. I, I do too. Okay. (laughs) You're not the only one. So here's the thing. First of all, John Cena at at night of champions got screwed out of the title right now. You could make the argument. You could say, well, technically, you know, it was, uh, it was a DQ. He, He lost his chance. I would well, say, I would say no. I mean, look, uh, he was screwed out of the match. Uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to be real about it, he should deserve a rematch. Right. It wasn't a clean finish. It was not a clean finish. So there's my one problem with it. Then my other problem with it is, is the fact that he lost to Dean Ambrose in this, this, uh, this little three way feud they've been building up for the last two or three weeks here. Uh, you know, intensely putting a lot of TV time into it. It feels like it's been like four or five weeks, but I think it's really only been about maybe three weeks tops. Orton, or I'm sorry, Rollins, Ambrose, and Cena, and he loses to Ambrose. First of all, he acts like he doesn't care, but he lost the match, so he gets the runner-up, Randy Orton, the uh, not the runner-up, the consolation plot, the, the consolation prize rather. And so now you've got the loser versus the consolation prize. And that are the two; those are the two guys that are going to fight for the title. I've got a big problem with that,
1: right? And the other problem I have is that it, they're trying to trump the the awesome uh, Rollins Ambrose feud. Oh, you can hang it up right now. Uh, uh, Cena Orton will headline this show. I, I guarantee yeah. it. Oh, I would God, bet money yes. on it. Yeah, it's nauseating. I don't like it. I don't either. I think it should be it should be Rollins Ambrose. I do
0: too. I mean, that's that's the feud when you when you look at the feuds as far as. You know, it's, it's kind of this problem of the monthly pay-per-views where the pay-per-view has like a gimmick attached to the name. So it's like, you know, yeah. unless you plan ahead, which WWE doesn't really tend to do very often, you're kind of painted into a corner with, you know, having to put a match in a Hell in the Cell in October. So, you know, normally, um, you know, they're, they're getting around to Hell in the Cell and then you get this like unnatural match where the feud doesn't really call for it. Well, here's the interesting uh, opportunity here is that Rollins and Ambrose actually calls for a Hell in the Cell. That's how long the feud's been going and it makes sense for them to end it in a, in, a, in a Hell in the Cell, and and not to mention, uh, Rollins has been running away all this time, so it makes perfect sense. It books itself, right? Right. So, but now you now you ha- for some reason you have to have two cell matches because they got rid of the, the 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 second WWE World Title, so but they still feel like they need to have the second Hell in the Cell for whatever reason. I don't know why. I, I don't know either and I don't think you need it but that's just my opinion um so they feel like they need to have the second match and it's like oh well well geez what are we gonna have for Randy Orton what are we gonna have for John Cena you know God god damn we gotta give him something <laughs> right so yeah. then 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 the the other problem is is that you know they're not really you know focusing trying to get anybody else hot
1: and build them up so it's just like ah well we'll just put them against each other again well and the other problem for me is it seems like that, that with this Raw, they pretty much just washed away the previous three weeks. Yeah. Because of the buildup they had between the three of them and Radio or not being in the picture, now you got these two different matches, two contrasting matches, almost like the previous three weeks didn't matter. Well, that, and, and they've they've been trying to, um, they tried to
0: make it feel important as best as they could. And I would say, like, I watch what they try to do, and it's just like, this is the same stuff that they've said every time they've had one of these, uh, these promos. Because, like, you know, there's been a couple of times, there, were, there was one time on Raw, I want to say it was like 08, where they're like, uh, I remember it was towards the end of the year or something like that, and they're like, this is the last time you're ever going to see these guys fight ever again. Yeah, and then, like, three years ago, they had another fight. And Right, then, and or, then they, or, or, or once in a
1: lifetime, happened twice.
0: Right, and then they're like, um, and then they said something like, uh, oh, man, you know, they're, they're we thought this was going to be the last time before but now it's going to be again and these guys are just going to try to really settle the feud here. And then they kind of then they kind of cut these promos uh, about how they're uh you know about how they are one, one another's going to settle the score once and for all. But you've settled it once and for all about eight times like you know how how are you going to settle the score again? Like I mean the the, store, the score should be
1: settled, the shop should be closed. You know, it's closing time. You know, all right you you've been you've been fighting since 2002. I think it's time to time to uh, really end it, and not just say you're going to end it. Yeah, and then you have um, and and then you have Paul
0: Heyman introduced. like, wow, they're talking about Brock Lesnar again, unbelievable. You know, we hadn't heard about Brock
1: Lesnar in like the last two weeks, right? And I mentioned this last last week on our show. It's like they treat him like he didn't exist. He's never, he doesn't exist. They didn't even mention the really the world title. All that. No, much. they have not. Only when they were talking about John Cena. Of course, yeah. Course. That's it. That's it. They didn't <laughs> even mention Paul Heyman's name. And look, I'm not I'm not trying to hit on John Cena. John Cena
0: should absolutely have a rematch because he was screwed. I I, right. I firmly believe that yes, he should have a rematch. He was screwed out of his last match, but just this way they've gone about it, it's just like you could have you should have written something else. Let let Ambrose and Rollins have their thing all along. You didn't need right. to put John Cena in it because you couldn't figure out what you were gonna do and then now oh we gotta somehow circle Cena back to the title. Or this just wasn't
1: necessary, just, or mm. or the other thought because I, I said this before I thought it'd be too crowded, but the more I thought about it, I think it would make more sense have a triple threat hell in a cell. You
0: could have done that as
1: well, but
0: all oh, but what are we gonna do with Randy
1: Orton? We can't leave Randy Orton and Kane off the show. Oh yeah, you got the left out the 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 child that's left out. I know it's just everybody's like, left out. You can't have any hurt feelings.
0: But meanwhile, we've got to watch uh, the U.S. and I.C. champion losing on Raw. You know, we can't have any emphasis on, on some new guys coming up. We've got to stay with the old guard and continue with the old guard. And this is on there. This is completely on them. Like, I never want to hear them say, well, gee, what else are we going to do? We have nobody else. We, of course we have to go to CNO you or to get, no, this is all your fault because you're not, you're not building people up. You're not getting them ready to go. I'm not saying they got a headline WrestleMania tomorrow, but God damn, get these people up and going. Let's roll, man. Let's get these stories developed. Right, and make the titles mean something. Yeah, I mean we cannot. That's the other thing we cannot have these guy these TV guys, just trading wins every week. It's just it doesn't. Nobody's going to get over one another if you're trying to make them all the same. They all, they're all the same, and it all equals the same. They don't matter. Nobody cares. Like that's just not the way you want to go about it. Uh, I just think it's all wrong, and that's why. That's exactly why, Chris, we're getting. Cena and Ambrose versus Randy Orton, Kane, and Seth Rollins on, like, the last two or three Rawls in some variation, if not that exact very match.
1: <laughs> right. Try, trying to disguise it in the form of a street fight. Oh, God.
0: Yeah.
1: A street fight where they're tagging in
0: and out like it has
1: rules right. or something, right? Right, and wearing the wrestling gear. Yeah, that works.
0: <laughs> well, the, re- every street- the wrestling every- gear is fine, but just, you know, just trying to, like, Play it up like it's anything but an, a no rule street fight. It's like, come on, guys.
1: Well, in the past, all the street fights I've seen is guys coming out in the jeans or t shirt and jean shorts or something to make it somewhat believable that it's not a wrestling match.
0: Well, that's true, but you know, it's just it's crazy, man.
1: Maybe, maybe that's just me nitpicking. I think it is probably, but I that's that's the old school in me,
0: yeah. Well, enough enough of the uh, the ranting and raving. Let's talk about uh, Mick Foley, a surprise yeah. uh, guest on the show. I think it really fit here. I really liked his his uh, involvement with uh, Rollins and
1: Ambrose. What did you think about it? No, it was perfect. It de- it definitely fit their angle. It fit the theme, and because of his history and the way they're going at each other, it definitely. I think it worked. Yeah, I I, absolutely worked. It got my attention and it just worked.
0: It was a nice, it was a nice treat. I even tweeted. I'm like, damn, first rock shows up unexpected. Now, Mick, who's next? Austin? (laughs) It's like, wow, man, this is, uh, I mean, this is pretty cool stuff to see Mick out there and he's kind of talking about, uh, you know, how the hell in a cell changed him and, you know, really kind of. It adds this extra perspective to it, and and you know, seeing him with with uh, with Rollins and Ambrose as opposed to just going out there with Cena and Orton or something, yeah, trying to educate them on what this match means. It was nice to have a legend telling these two young up and coming guys, "Hey guys, this is your first rodeo at the Hell in the Cell, so this is what you're up against coming up here. Check this out, you know, and this is what's going to happen." And
1: I, I just really liked it. I thought
0: it, I thought it worked very very well.
1: It did, and I like when he said. There, there's the 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 person you are before and after. Oh yeah, it's totally different. And I really like that because then you can see it in their eyes. They're thinking, "Oh my god," <laughs> they're they're like, "It's it's starting to." It looks you can see the looks on their faces where it's starting to sink in. Like, okay, maybe this is worse than I thought. Well, it, it's
0: also one of these things of, I think these guys in their mind, like, even if they don't headline the show, and they absolutely should, damn it. I mean, it's, oh, just, God, it's just a yes. crime if they don't. But now that Cena and Orton is for the number one contendership. Right, in, in a, quote,
1: double main event.
0: Yeah, now <laughs> that's going to take precedence because it has to do with the title. So right? I get it. But look, um, I think these guys, regardless, no matter what spot they're in, I think they're going to steal the show. Oh, they will. Like, you're going to watch Cena and Orton and be like, all right, yeah, we've seen this. You're going to watch Ambrose and Rollins, and they're going to go out there and and do some crazy stuff, and I think it's going to be pretty impressive. I'm really, you know, these guys are already talented as it is, but you're going to put them in a cell, and I think in their own minds, like, they're probably thinking to themselves, wow, this is a big opportunity. We're going to be in the cell. It's a high-stakes match. Our characters are at this uh, peak of our our feud here. We need to really put on
1: a a strong performance, and I think they will. Yep, and remind you now, this is the first time they face each other. Yeah. in WWE the very first time in a hell in the cell well I don't think they've well they didn't they fought do- on Raw
0: like a month ago or something
1: oh but as far as pay-per-view goes oh paper well no uh remember no.
0: SummerSlam wasn't it they fought at SummerSlam uh had to maybe, admit because remember they were in a fight I think what was it, like money in the make or something and then they didn't
1: oh that's right because yeah. then there was the uh Ambrose got thrown out
0: and, oh yeah yeah he got thrown out of the building yeah 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 but I want to say I thought they fought at SummerSlam. Then they have a match at SummerSlam. It was like a, uh, it might even have been a, like a gimmick match.
1: Uh, I thought. Hold on, I'll look. I, I'll look it up. Yeah, here. look, look it up, look it up, because I, I, don't remember. I thought, I thought it was supposed to happen, but it didn't. Like, I think. I think that reason. was.
0: I think that was either Money in the Bank or, or, um, or Extreme Rules. Or Extreme Rules. No, Extreme was, Rules was before he turned heel.
1: Oh, that's that was, right. That was, that was Shield Evolution. So, yeah, it was after. It was right before SummerSlam. All these pay per views mixed together, God, man. See, this you is know. the problem with so many pay views. Yeah, they
0: fought in a lumberjack match at
1: SummerSlam. Lumberjack. Oh, okay, so it was a gimmick. So, Seth, I mean, we're getting a. Tr- yeah.
0: Seth Rollins got the win, too.
1: That's right. I yeah. forgot. There it is, man. If it gimmick matches and gimmick pay-per-views. God, Chris, man, we're getting rusty oh. on our history here. It's crazy. It was like two months ago. A- I know. I can remember what happened in 1997. <laughs> no, in that, that's absolutely
0: true. I've said this before. I don't know if it was on this show or our old show, but it's like, you look back, you can remember stuff from 20 years ago You're right. easier than you can try to remember what they're
1: doing now. Right, because I remember 1997, Bad Blood, Hell yeah. in a Cell. It was here in St. Louis. Well, that's char- why you remember, because it was in St. Louis, yeah. Well, no, no, no. It was the first <laughs> appearance of Kane. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. At Hell in a Cell. Yeah, was that's one, true. One of, it was one of the early Hell in a Cell matches. That's the thing, man. It's it's like
0: a very few things about this era stick. Like right. Nothing's sticking in the mind with people. Like, people are going to, you know, 10 years from now, they're going to look back. You know, maybe they're going to be our age 10 years from now. They're not going to remember anything.
1: Right, because they don't stick to anything. These they're always shifting and editing on the fly and they're making these last minute changes, confusing the hell out of people. Like I was on I was confused half the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Let's uh let's shift gears a little bit and talk okay. about uh Rusev big show. I know like I said, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do the match card here in a little while, but I wanna kinda just talk about a you know, a few things from Raw and really there's not a whole lot else, but um <laughs> not really the rooster. this thing got a lot of heat on the Twitter, man. I got a lot of people blowing up the Twitter, um, of him, uh, kicking a planted fan dressed up as a military man.
1: What do you think about that? Oh, uh, that, I don't know. It looked kind of cheesy. That's, that's what I think. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't buy it for a minute. I'm thinking, okay, really? Well, I didn't you buy get- it either, but I don't, I don't really think they need to do that. No, that is completely unnecessary. I mean, you look at, um,
0: Everything Rusev's done up until now, and I, and I really—I've said this on the show before, but I'm just gonna for new listeners who may not have heard my opinion. I really love the fact that they're letting him talk now. Uh, I really enjoy that. But the thing is, everything they've done with him up until now has been fine enough. Like the heat—the heat on him is fine. You know, people boo and they chant USA. And normally, whoever he's fighting, people get behind. You know, like you would have thought it's like some huge long feud. Like people were chanting for Mark Henry real loud, chanting for Big Show. Yep. swagger people thought swagger oh, was he, having no. like this big resurgence because he was being cheered but yep, really Real it, was, ju- it yeah. was just the fact that he was up against rusev like i think you know anybody that gets involved with rusev it's it's a it's going to be a money thing because he's got that point now where people are just you know they they don't like this guy right they, um, they absolutely hate him right so uh, i think you know kicking the the military guy is a little bit uh, it's a little bit over the line but i yeah, I didn't buy it, though. I thought that maybe if they would have, like, didn't focus on... If they didn't focus on the guy, it would have looked a little more believable. But right, the but fact the that fake- they kept the camera on him and the fact that, you know... If this was real life, let's be honest, dude. Like, you know, a lot of those guys go to the shows together, these army guys, because they get on TV and they wave and everything. And right. they like to go as... Because they're, they're brothers, man. They're banded together. Right. Um, and so it's, it's one of these things of, if that was for real... You don't think five of those guys would have bum-rushed the ring and beat the crap out of Rusev? If
1: that was if that was a shoot Oh, they they would cuz they never go by the it's never just one like you said it's never just one guy. Yeah. Never. It's always a group of three or four, or five guys.
0: Yeah, these guys go to war together, man. I mean Right. You know. And
1: they're and army they're not jumping the rope. They're, no. they're not jumping the barricade for real. They're not. They never have.
0: If if that happened for real though, if they, you know, if somebody didn't include them in ahead of time, if people actually bought it for a second, somebody would have jumped the barricade and, and and all hell would have broke loose. And maybe, maybe they were hoping that something crazy would have happened. So people would have bought it, but I don't think it, it was just people on Twitter. Like, oh my God, did that really just happen? Like really? They went there. It wasn't even like, oh my God, this is a crazy thing to see. A lot of the people on, uh, you know, following us on Twitter at PW informant, we're tweeting us and, and I can, you know, cause we follow everybody. Like we're talking yep. to everybody and just seeing what they're saying. And, you know, it's like, wow, do they really just go there? It just wasn't necessary. You know? No, it did, didn't need to happen. So I, I just, I think that, you know, Rusev's got enough heat as it is, man. They don't really need to, to go that far. So no, not at all. Um, but as far as raw I means anything else you can think of that you really want to hit on I me mean, cuz like I said, you know, the comedy was la- was lacking again from the show. I mean, they left the comedy out here. It was uh, right. you know, it was left out of the equation for the most part. Um, you know, we have the IC and US Champions losing. Um, anything else here about the show that stuck out to you? Uh, Sandow was awesome or oh. Damian Mizdow Oh, he's always awesome. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I mean, he's he's always great, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, he's firing on all cylinders right now. I think with with, with, the, with the with the whole stunt double thing, I I love it. Eventually they're going to they're going to they're going to um
0: eventually they're going to, you know, pay this guy back and and be like, "Man, you've been a good you've been a good supporter and and we're going to, you know, we're going to finally give you uh a freaking, you know, we're going to finally give you a good run cuz he's been a really good he's been a he's been a good troop about it, you know? He's been like, uh, you know, Going along with all the goofy stuff, and then he gets to the Mizdow thing, and that's kind of over. Um, but eventually, they're going to really hook him up and give him something nice. I feel for for going along with all this stuff.
1: I I certainly hope so.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see here. You want to you want to do Hell in a Cell now? or You want to save that for towards the end of the show? What do you think?
1: Uh, we could. Yeah. Since we've been talking about Hell in a Cell, let's go ahead and. Wait. I mean, say we go ahead and do that now.
0: All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, there, Chris. Why don't you pull up the card and and I'll, you know read out the matches and we'll see what we All think right. here. All right.
1: Let's see. I got the card right here, and it's not in any order. Okay. So I'm just gonna go with. Let's see. We got uh, Bree Bella versus Nikki Bella, and the loser must become the winner's personal assistant. I feel like they Ugh. will
0: probably have Nikki win just to keep a heel. Going over the baby face,
1: I think so too, and that's the only reason. And I think they just want to
0: drag that out, man.
1: Yep, they're gonna they're gonna do the whole total divas thing and just drill that in. And well, if you think about it too,
0: like there's more imagery, better imagery, I guess, in their mind of oh, the heel bullying around the baby face, making her her servant or whatever. Yeah, or, you know. So that's I I think Nikki Bella's winning this all day.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: They don't like to let you know a baby face come up on the heel, man. They just don't, for some reason. So certain... no, especially in this,
1: especially in this case with uh Nikki looking very strong as a heel Yeah. in this case, it, it wouldn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. Especially and Stephanie's had her hands in the story too. So they probably want to keep it as evil for as long as possible.
1: <laughs> keep it, keep it authority influenced. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, all right. What do you think? You agree or Yeah, I do. Okay. I agree.
1: N- uh, Nikki wins. What's the next match? Uh, we got the United States title, Sheamus Defense Against The Miz. Mm, well. Um, oh, and here, here goes a little backstory. We have uh, two consecutive title, consecutive title victories over United States champion Sheamus. So The Miz does own a few victories over Sheamus. Well, that
0: should mean that Sheamus is going to go over, right? Because he just lost absolutely. TV. Right, so absolutely. I'm
1: picking Sheamus. Yeah, I am too. All right. I, I do not expect a title change here.
0: No, not at all. What's uh What's next?
1: All right, we have uh, Divas title, AJ Lee against Paige. Mm, that's a tough one, because they could really go either way with that. And they have been. Yeah. <laughs> They've been
0: switching it back and forth. Let's see. How long has AJ had it for this current run? More than a month, right?
1: Uh, Let's see. She kept it at the last – she went it at the last pay-per-view. And this is her eighth time fighting Paige, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I think AJ's gonna retain. Yeah, they probably yeah, they'll probably keep it with AJ. Right. I would agree
0: with that. Next match.
1: All right, something we just finished talking about with the uh the plant is Big Show and Rusev. Uh you gotta keep Rusev
0: strong. I think they're ultimately yeah. gonna save him for probably John Cena down the road, maybe WrestleMania or uh maybe somebody for Roman Reigns when he gets back. Perhaps I'm, I'm saying Rusev all the way. Oh yeah, he's not losing. No way. He kicked a truth. He kept. The, he kicked a troop in the face. Right. <laughs> he ain't losing.
1: No way. Oh boy. Okay. What? Well, who's? Uh, who we got next? All right. We got the uh, tag team champions Goldust and Stardust against the Usos. Hmm.
0: I will say they're going to keep it on Goldust and Stardust for now. Yeah. Oh, I was Cause thinking because the next- Usos had it for so long. Right. By default, I would think that Goldust and Stardust <laughs> right. would hold it for a little while longer. Right,
1: automatically. Yeah. And I do like them as tag champs. Yeah. Goldust yeah. Gold and Stardust. I mean, for what it's worth. They talk and about some biz- weird stuff. but It's, it's bizarre.
0: <laughs> it's some freaky stuff. While, while we're talking about teams, just real quick, I hate to break away, but this whole Wyatt thing about how he's setting Harper and Rowan free and it's coming. Yeah. What's coming? Is a
1: pizza uh, coming?
0: What's coming, Chris?
1: I don't know. Uh, some more weird cryptic uh, promos. Yeah, exactly. Just, and that I—if re- anybody out there has epilepsy, don't watch these. <laughs> Very <laughs> because, true. Because they—they're flashing those lights, and it's like hurting my eyes. I'm like, oh my god! Because they're point. flashing back and forth. So yeah, if you have epilepsy, you—you you will get a seizure. So I recommend you probably just turn it off, or just keep the sound up, or go to another room so you can hear it. Fair enough
0: what's the uh okay so gold doesn't start us is yeah. that what you picked or yeah okay. yeah oh yeah
1: yeah the usos are, are taking the titles here great what, what's all right uh, let's see we got the match i believe and you and i both believe should be the main event dean ambrose and seth rollins hell in a cell man, this is tough man because in my eyes you want to you want to still keep
0: seth strong because he's your he's your money to the bank guy yeah uh wow that's that's tough because at the same time, you don't want Ambrose to lose. No, but it seemed like you know this past Monday they got him eating popcorn and watching Kane's movie. So, <laughs> yeah, watching
1: a straight to DVD.
0: I'm gonna say Seth Rollins, but only after he's used like a weapon to knock him unconscious. I'm gonna say that that Seth Rollins will go over here. I'm going
1: Ambrose. You're gonna go Ambrose. Wow, we disagree for once. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and why? Because why did you think Ambrose? Because of the chase. The the chase that Ambrose has had, he finally gets his revenge on Seth Rollins. Rollins can't go anywhere. Ambrose probably bring a bag of tricks. So, so you really it, think, it, you really think it's gonna be the end of the feud? Uh, I don't think it'll be the end of the feud, but I think Ambrose will get get the victory.
0: Okay, well, I hope I, you're I, I, I hope you're
1: right for the record, but I I I, I, <laughs> I have a feeling Rollins will go over. Right, he probably will, but that's me me hoping against hope that Ambrose does get the win.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: Next match. I seriously, I seriously doubt this is the end of their feud.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, let's see. We got the the other the other half of what Triple H is calling the double main event. The loser John- versus the consolation prize. Right, right. The fourth place match. Yes. John Cena, <laughs> John Cena versus Randy Orton for the uh number one contenders. Yeah. For the future shot of getting smashed by Brock Lesnar.
0: Hmm. Well I think think they want to end up with Lesnar and Cena in another match. I think that's inevitable. But yeah, I think so too. But this this is a big this is a big uh what if though? Because we saw the end of Raw, Ambrose curb stopping Orton, uh, R- R- Rollins. Oh, my god. Rollins, uh, Roll- excuse me. Yes. Rollins curb stopping uh, Orton. And I think Orton at some point, he's going to turn babyface down the line. So, with that in mind, and, and let's not forget that Orton also RKO'd Heyman. He did. So, Brock Lesnar may have something to say about that, too. But then again, Rollins curb stopped him. So, curb stopped Lesnar at the last show. Right. They'll say,
1: do we, do we see Rollins get involved in this match in any way? I wouldn't doubt it. Or even Kane. I don't know, man. If you got a gun to my head, I'm going to say it's probably John Cena. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're gonna wrap they're gonna wrap that up because it's still unfinished because of what happened at uh, the last pay per view. Yeah, it's got to be John Cena. Gotta be. That's the uh, last match. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, very good. That, well, is, that is on the WWE site. I'm looking at the site right now. I went. Yeah, we went through all the matches that are on the site.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, man, if um, if John Cena, uh, this is a good segue here, if John Cena's uh, WWE career doesn't work out, and I think it's going to work out just fine, <laughs> if you head over to WrestlingInformant.com right now, we have an article, Variety.com uh, got the exclusive, but John Cena teaming up with Left Field Pictures, and they are probably saying, Gary, who the hell's Left Field Pictures? Well, I'm going to tell you. Left Field Pictures are the guys who produced the show Pawn Stars on the History Channel. Pawn Stars is a top-rated program. Yep, uh, it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, Um, and uh, sometimes they have outdrawn Raw in the ratings before, believe it or not. Um, But John Cena is teaming up with these guys at Left Field Pictures to start developing TV shows. So John Cena is going to get behind the camera here and work on some development on some reality shows focusing around unknown individuals from all walks of life. Cena told Variety in a quote, For someone like me that's surrounded by so many interesting characters, you know when you brush up against someone who can hold a room. There are so many people out there who can hold someone's attention. And then the left, C- the left field CEO, um, Brent Montgomery, said about John Cena. He said, John Cena has broad appeal across so many different audiences and demographics. It makes total sense that his celebrity has exploded. Okay. Um, he says that uh, left field has always been entrepreneurial outfit and they love collaborating with other aggressive entrepreneurs looking for creative ways to reach new markets and tell compelling unconventional stories. We are really excited to be in business with Cena. Now this is interesting, man, because yeah. You know, look, when the rock walked away to do movies, people backstage were not thrilled about this. They were not, uh, you know, they were not so thrilled about, uh, rock leaving to go to the movies. Now, if John Cena, you know, he may not walk away now, but if he's looking to, you know, step aside here and, and start doing some of this TV stuff, you got to wonder if there's going to be that same resentment or if he's going to try to find a way to make this work and be a big part of WWE, whether that be in ring or out of the ring. Because I, right. I got to think in my mind that John Cena is the kind of guy, and I don't know him, I've never met him, but I, I get the feeling that he's probably the kind of guy who wouldn't mind having like a
1: backstage role eventually in WWE. Right, right. It looks like he's definitely, uh, but he, I'm trying to think here, uh, he's preparing, I don't want to say he's preparing for life after wrestling. Yeah. But that's almost what it seems like. He's dipping his hands in other things.
0: I think he's preparing his life for. Uh, life after in-ring competition,
1: perhaps. There we go. That's what I was looking for. That yeah, might be a better. That might be a better thing. Probably. And, and
0: this this is a big story, man, because you know if uh, you know he gets the wrong injury or something to that effect, man, he could just hang it up tomorrow and and he's got this new thing that he right. can work on and, and be successful. And and how will people feel about this? You know, that's the other question. How do wrestling fans or how will wrestling fans react to this? And I think it all depends on you know, his involvement, uh, with, uh, WWE going forward, if he, you know, how much time he's going to give to this, how much time he's going to give to his wrestling career. Cause I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, man. I mean, I've never put together a TV show, but I know people that have, I've, I've got friends that are in the, the TV and movie business. Um, and this is not easy stuff. This is stuff that you take
1: months developing months. Right. Yeah, I know it's a lot. Of, it's a definite time commitment and it'd be time away from, in-ring competition yeah so
0: this is, a lot this, of is time. A, this is a big story man yeah um so it'll be interesting to see and of course you know we'll keep you updated as more details come in but i gotta wonder how the rest you know because in general the wrestling the type of people that listen to this show the people online i think they're gonna you know mf john cena no matter what
1: oh of course you
0: know he's gonna right. be a piece of crap if he's in the ring if he's out of the ring um but I wonder what, how the casual fan would see this, you know, is he, uh, is he a, a traitor because he's walking away? Well, nobody's saying he's walking away now, but if he does, you know, it'd be interesting to see how, how people react to that. So,
1: right. Cause you remember all of his promos with the rock yeah, where he was talking about, he's been here for 12 years straight. He didn't leave. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. He's always been here. Rock's left. Gone, done his movies
0: yeah i mean it's it's uh it's gonna be an interesting story to watch and they mentioned in this article that uh they've actually got some new projects in the pipeline already but they're not ready to reveal the concepts just yet so we've got this article over at WrestlingInformant.com. you can read more details on it and if they've already got some projects in the pipeline now i mean my god man cena this guy does he ever sleep that's what i want to know right <laughs> when does he stop and if he's not and if, and if he is uh Still doing all this regular WWE stuff. I mean, he must have like a computer in front of him. Maybe he's Skyping with these guys, collaborating on ideas, sitting on the phone 24 hours a day. I mean, my God, man, this guy's got to be crazy busy.
1: Right. That guy's a machine.
0: Yeah. A- another big item that we have posted on our website, which I recommend you check out, WrestlingInformer.com, Uh Stephanie McMahon talking to Yahoo TV or Yahoo Sports, rather, doing a Q&A. And man, does she love to
1: tell everybody that she plays a character on TV, right? She 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 makes it very clear that there's a distinct difference between Stephanie McMahon the executive and Stephanie McMahon the character.
0: Now, a lot of people have criticized her for this. They said, "Oh, you know, she's she's just breaking kayfabe. She's killing kayfabe, and all this stuff." And here's the thing i I don't have a big problem with her doing an interview like this with a Yahoo Sports uh, if she wants to, you know, talk about her, her on-air persona or whatever. My issue is, does she have to go out of her way to point out, Hey, look at me. I play a character. Like if somebody asks her about it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, if you're in a, a media setting and you're being asked by a, a registered member of the media, you know, wow, Stephanie, you're so nice here, you know, but you're so nasty on TV or whatever you know uh you know what is this character or whatever you know she's being asked about it that's fine but for her to go out of her way and just gloat about how much she loves being bad on tv i just think it's a little excessive at times uh that's just me though i mean it's like every interview now that we read from her it's like she's going out of her way to talk about her character
1: well there's well in in addition to that too i've heard her talk about uh the Monday Night Wars, or, or the Monday Night War, I should say, because it was just one war. Yeah. But uh, her dad, Vince mm-hmm. McMahon, she she always explains that he is not, you know, he's still my dad, but he was this evil character on TV all the time. All the time. Yeah. Any time you bring up Mr. McMahon, the character, it's always that she's always having to qualify it as he's not really like this.
0: Yeah, that's just crazy. Um, So here's what she had to say on on as, as it relates to playing a bad guy on TV. She says, I, "I just like to have fun. Being able to play the bad guy as my character is on TV as a member of the authority and being probably one of the ultimate villains on the show. That's an understatement. Of course, you're the ultimate villain. You right. put yourself in that position. You and Triple H are the ultimate villains on the show. You have more heat than anybody else for crying out loud. Okay, <laughs> sorry. In <End> rant, <laughs> I love to play the bad guy. It's just so much fun. And yes." It is a dramatic contrast to who I am in real life, but I like to have a lot of fun in real life too. Maybe it's my alter ego coming out. I'm not sure, but I certainly do like to embrace the dark side on camera. Just going out of her way, man. Yep. Um, talking about ads on the WWE Network. You know, we talked about this last week. Do appreciate we got a few tweets people uh, chiming in with their thoughts. We do appreciate that at PW Informant. Thank you. Um. She says, quote, the strategy is obviously a business decision to have limited advertising on the WB network. We want subscribers to know that there won't be commercial breaks during scheduled programming. So your shows will not be interrupted. It's going to be limited advertising in between the shows themselves. There will also be the occasional advertising before our video on demand content, but not before every video. I remember going on the network yesterday and they had a uh, commercial. I don't remember what it was for, but it was like a, a little boy and his mother in the kitchen or something. And maybe it's for like toilet paper or something. I don't remember, but there was a pre-roll ad and it loaded right up. And, and sure enough, after 30 seconds, it was done with, it was, it was simple. It was fine. Um, but she also in the interview, it, it, you know, I recommend that you guys go and check out the, the listing we have here, wrestling to read the full article. Uh, we're not going to go each question line by line, but she did answer one thing though. Uh, the WWE Network will be carrying WrestleMania 31, so you yeah. know a lot of people question this because on the uh, on the on the Raw, you know Cole and JBL kind of get cutesy with the wording, and you know they don't they they always like cut it off. They're like, well, gee, if you if you order now, you get all the pay per views through the end of the year, and then it makes it sound like, whoa, you're not carrying WrestleMania. What's going on here? Um, so she ended that confusion and said, yes, they will be carrying WrestleMania 31. So you can quote that folks. It's in the books. Um, oh, this is one more quote I do want to read. Cause this is, this is pretty important. She was asked about, uh, you know, the professional, uh, sporting leagues like the NFL cracking down on domestic abuse. Uh, so she said that the WWE, she gave WWE stance on this and she says, we have a zero tolerance policy. For domestic abuse upon arrest for such misconduct our superstars are immediately suspended and should there be a a conviction that superstar diva would be terminated and this is something new that was added to the wellness policy actually if you look it up on the corporate wb site uh you can read this section now added in about domestic abuse chris so there you go oh that's
1: i I think that was smart on their part of course obviously be uh, not just because that the, well obviously it's because they they do have a board to answer to they're a publicly traded company they're involved with all these charities and outreach program everything like that so for them to go other way and say all right we're stopping this right now it's not going to happen here it this this zero tolerance I I think that's obviously a genius move very smart
0: yeah yeah definitely uh, and finally uh, she was asked about. Uh, th- there were reports of, uh, wrestlers on total divas, not allowed to win the divas title. And she said, that's absolutely not true. And she doesn't know how it got started. And then the interviewer smart enough to r- remind her of how it got started. It was uh Nikki Bella on a radio show that had mentioned that. And she said, there is no policy. I think it would be awesome to have one of the total divas as our champion. I think it would drive interest in the storyline. She says, I would never say never. So there you have it. Stephanie McMahon on Yahoo Sports. Uh, good interview here. A lot of ground coverage. Talks about competition the Monday Night Wars and all that. Or Monday Night War, excuse me, and all that stuff. So you can read that there. And speaking of Total Divas, Chris, it was announced on uh, Monday that we got a couple of new Total Divas for the second half of season three, which premieres in January. You're going to see Paige and Alicia Fox added to the cast. I think it's going to be kind of interesting, uh, Chris, to see uh, how these uh, divas are on the TV show.
1: Oh, absolutely. Especially Paige, because she's kind of that newcomer and the mystery. And nobody really knows anything about her. So this may be a good opportunity to go behind the scenes with her. Well, I can tell you this. I, I went to WrestleMania this year in New Orleans,
0: and we were walking around the city Yep. um and we knew where the wrestlers were staying and i saw Paige walking down the street and she definitely seemed like the type that kept to herself she wasn't you know mm-hmm. so like if she's going on the total Divas, let's have some drinks woo you know party and then 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 we'll know the show is where i mean we kind of already know the show is pretty much a work, well yes yeah, it's, it's reality it's reality tv about pro wrestling of course it is. yeah but i i've observed her in person just seeing her how she acted and she definitely kept to herself for the time that I saw her. It could just be she was walking alone or whatever, but, you know, um, that's just kind of what I saw. And that's the impression that I got. So, uh, it's going to premiere on January 4th. So if you're upset you're going to miss Turtle divas, you're going to have to wait, you know, another, what, two, three months now before this stuff premieres again. <laughs> right. Um, they've been having this whole thing with, uh, Natalia and Tyson kid. Do you watch this show? I do not. You don't. I don't watch Total Divas. no, See, it's And that just, is the
1: absolute truth.
0: This is something, you know, with your wife, you can, you guys can get together. It's on the E network.
1: Maybe she likes it. She, she already makes fun of me for watching wrestling as it is. Yeah, but this is a different. This is different, Chris. Oh no, this is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely worse. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: tell me about uh, tell me about uh, Maria
1: being featured Maria Canellis being featured on WWE.com. Oh, What's that all yes. about? Oh, okay. Uh, so I do have a couple of things, and I'll start with that. Yes. Okay, segue. Uh, they, WWE.com ever so often does a, a section called, Where Are They Now? I know. We saw our friend Bob Holly on there a few weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. You see Bob Holly. I remember uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Haku's been on there before. Magnum TA. Just some names like that. But Maria Kanellis was featured on Where Are They Now? And basically, she is up for she's up for a scholarship, a WWE talent scholarship. Wow. It. Uh, yeah, let's see. What was it? I'm trying to find... Let me go to the full story here. It's right on the front page, too, which is really awesome. So she's going back to school and WWE's given her a scholarship. And so they they featured her, and of course, she's been all over social media because she just got married. Yeah, that's correct. Ring, yeah, to Ring of Honor star Michael Bennett. And wow. they kind of kind of touch on that a little bit, go into some of her past, but again, more acknowledging of the independence. No, I man, that's
0: great, man. They they've definitely been featuring them on the website uh here and there. So I mean, I think that's really good.
1: Right. I'm trying to find Yeah, I was trying to find the actual name of that uh Oh yeah, uh Maria was also found out she was This was back in September. She's receiving the first WWE talent scholarship and she's going to use that to finish her degree at Johnson & Wales University.
0: Very cool. Congratulations
1: to uh, Maria. Absolutely. Her and congratulations to her Michael Bennett. Oh yeah, on their wedding, yeah, definitely. And their wedding, yeah, because it looks like they had a lot of fun, and they actually worked in a show around it called Michael Bennett's Bachelor Party. That's right. Was that in Chicago, right? It was. Ah, yes. Yeah, because uh, she is she's from the Chicago area, area, and he's from uh, he's from the Northeast. He's from Boston. Baston? Baston. We got some listeners up in Boston. What's up, yes, Boston? How you What's guys up? doing?
0: What uh, What else you got, my friend?
1: Okay, now you going back to this whole domestic abuse thing and zero tolerance and all that. Uh Chris Jericho did a uh, he did a Reddit, I guess like a and a Oh god, who did he and
0: abuse, Chris? What happened?
1: He he did not. He was okay. just doing <laughs> rapid No, really he did. He was just doing rapid fire, you know, people are just hitting all kinds of questions, but one of them, one of the fans asked, "Do you think Chris Benoit should be inducted into the Hall of Fame?" Ah, yes, of course somebody's going to ask about Chris Benoit. Right, because they they went up and they were best friends for a long time, mm-hmm. and I I would have to agree with Chris. I do not think he should be ever come close to the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, at I mean, all. He's uh, you know, when you look at when you look at just his body of work as a wrestler,
1: absolutely, hands down, a a hell of a talent. Oh God, one. I tell you what, just as a wrestler, I would say one of the best of all time, all time. And I think that. If WB was
0: not a publicly traded company, if they didn't have so many stockholders and right. sponsors to answer to, I think as time went on, maybe like 20 years down the line, they may have considered inducting him for his body of work, but I think at this point it's off the table. It's not even, it's, no. it's more taboo than Randy Savage in the hall of fame. It is. It's there's and zero that's pretty taboo
1: folks, <laughs> right? That's that pretty very- taboo. That is very extreme. Uh, Randy Savage in, yeah. Chris Benoit's not going anywhere near. Definitely not.
0: So that's my that's my opinion on that. I just I do not think that uh, he should ever be in there. I just I know there's people that might disagree. You know, some really diehard wrestling fans that are somehow able to look past the fact that he (laughs) murdered his kid and wife. But uh, I've heard that argument. Believe it or not, I know that that may sound crazy. What I just said may sound crazy to some people listening, but there are people. My god, if you look at like YouTube comments and stuff, oh god, man. God.
1: Oh yeah. Now, on on the do you find it tough to watch his matches? For me no. It doesn't it really I mean, I'm
0: not like that intense about it. If he's for on the me, TV, he doesn't bo- it doesn't bother me.
1: Right. It's for me it's weird though because of that stigma because he was he did have all these you know, uh head trauma concussions uh dementia whatever it's it's weird for me I guess if you're watching some of his later stuff like
0: 06 right. somewhere around there cuz there were some people that were saying that like my god uh, if he had lived any longer his heart probably would have exploded like uh, Eddies you know or whatever the specific condition was I remember reading something about that they were saying that uh you know uh, as far as the, the condition his brain was in and that if he had lived any longer, he was going to have some real heart problems and stuff like that. So,
1: oh, man. yeah, it's it's still even watching back some of his WCW stuff. It's weird for me. It's not traumatizing, but it is kind of eerie for me. Yeah. To watch uh, to watch any of his matches now. Yeah. And and I think there was also the argument. I think somebody even tried to argue. uh try to use the oj argument the oj simpson argument but i think he was already in the hall of fame and then he did that stuff yeah so i don't even think i don't even think you can count oj because he already went he was already in the hall of fame and he was already done with his career yeah. but uh no th- th- that that was interesting cuz i heard that today where jericho was talking about that and i definitely definitely side with him there's no way is going, he's going to be anywhere near the Hall of Fame. I agree. Yep.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up, my
1: friend. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. On that note. Yeah. On, on such a positive note. I know. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. No problem. Well, right, I'll let, bring I'll, that to the table. I'll
0: let you plug the membership. You tell me, uh, you tell me and the listeners how we can get on this membership deal.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. It's uh, wrestlinginformant.com slash membership. Uh, we do have the, uh, the, the promo code free month. You can get your first. You can get the uh, your first month free. And if you get in right now for your membership, not only do you get that first month free, you get it at two ninety nine a month, and you are locked in at two ninety nine a month. And you get our uh, I would say our, our additional audio updates where Gary goes in depth on uh, Bra, WWE TNA anything like that, and then I will go in depth on uh, the indie scene. And there's some great stuff there. And of course, our uh, shoot art uh, shoot uh, archive, our library, going back to 2007, it's still growing, still evolving. But you get all of that included at 2.99. No, no ads, no BS. All the promos removed from the shows, all the commercials from the shoot shows, and then it's it, and you, like I said, you're still locked in at 2.99 a month. Good deal, man. Yeah, it's it's great stuff. Definitely check it out.
0: All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.